Welcome to the Phoenix West Show, episode 50. What a fucking milestone, right? And I'm doing it by my solo. I'm Phoenix West. Phoenix Solo West. Flying solo. Haha. Ha. Um, okay, what the fuck? It's been like a month since we recorded this show, and I'm sorry for that, but some shit's been going on, so... I make it sound really sketchy and like, you know, cancer or something. But in reality, I'm just writing a book. We've been doing stand-up, me and Brent. So we're doing that a lot lately. And I am, I don't know, third of the way through a novel right now. And I want to focus a lot on that. And I do apologize for the gap. But it happened. Not much I can do about it. I'm going to go ahead and try to be on schedule from now on. Even if their episodes are 15, 20 minutes long, I'm still going to try to be here for you guys. Because I know you miss me. I know. Come on, guys. I appreciate it. Anyhow... Some A lot of things have happened since we recorded, because it has been a month, which is a twelfth of a year. So obviously some shit happened. I would hope so, otherwise I have a real sad life, and really would have nothing to talk about ever. So I probably shouldn't have a show then. Um, I don't know where to begin. I have a scattered note collection going on here. Uh, let's see here. Oh, hey, hey guys. If you want to advertise on Motor Wonderland, on the network, and any of the shows, we have plenty of shows. If you want to be an advertiser... Just email me. Just email the show at loiteringwinterland at gmail.com. That's it. Simple as that. That's all it takes. Or the, you, the uh, Facebook page also works if you want to message the show or me, Phoenix West. I don't care. Either way. I, I would prefer the email so it's a little more official. Uh, that works. But um, moving on. Uh, I, a couple things happened. Um, like I said, I am working on the novel. It, I'm not sure when it's going to be done. I'm not... It's going to be a while. I'm not really in a rush, although I do want it to be done because I've been working on the idea for like 13 fucking years. I've just been working on different drafts over and over and over, and I take like four years off at a time. I don't know why I do that. It's just been a... I've been writing books while I've been dabbling with that one because I want it to be good, you know? Um, this is weird because it was the first book idea I had, out of, and then I wrote four books since then. Like, I have them out. So it's kind of weird that I still haven't written this one. It's just been like it's my baby. I want to I want to work on it. I want to perfect it, do what I can with it. I want it to I want to raise it right. I don't want it to be like a street beggar, you know. I want it to be a. I know I'm not delusional enough to think I'm going to write the great American novel or I'm going to be the next Stephen King, Dean Coots, whatever, whatever, whatever author you can think of, like J.K. Rowling. I'm not that dumb, but I like it just to be good because I'm a weird perfectionist in some areas. So that's just how I feel about it. I just, I just want to take my time on it and have it be really good for me because I'm the one who will read it the most because I've already read, read it like six times just doing edits and shit like that. So, yeah, that's my life. Um, let's see what, what happened since then. Um, Ellie, um, Bree's daughter, my stepdaughter, started her first day of first grade. And, and that sounds really boring, but it got really weird because... Um, the other side of the family took her to school on her first day, and I was going to meet up with her while Brie was at work. She, Ellie wanted me to go, and it got a little weird because I met up with them, but I didn't have their phone number. So they they took Ellie to school in the morning, and I was supposed to meet him there, and I couldn't fucking find them. I didn't ha- really have a way to get a hold of them. So 
cut to me walking around in elementary school, childless on the first day when everyone's nerves are fucking sky high. And they just had a speech like a couple days before when we had the orientation about we really got to keep this campus safe. We really got to keep you know people out of here because we don't know. I don't want someone to grab a kid and run off with them. They literally said that in front of the whole school. So here's me, fucking 7.45 in the morning or whatever, wandering around. I went to bed hours before because I was up writing the book. So I'm tired of shit. I'm not really with it. I probably look like a bum. And I look like someone who might snatch a child because I'm just wandering around the school just looking, hands in my pockets, keep checking my phone for something. I don't know, like some magic text is going to appear that says where she is, like a video game map. I don't know. Or the, the Harry Potter one, that the map they have with the feet everywhere. Something like that. I don't know. But I'm just wandering around this fucking campus. And I realize everyone's just kind of looks at me for an extra couple seconds than they normally would. Uh, and, I, and I'm like, do I just run? Do I just book it? Because that would make me look way, way guilty for something I didn't really actually do. I just look like I'm going to take someone's kid. It's really a fucked up feeling when you don't want something, but everyone thinks you probably look like that. Because in reality, I'm just looking for the kid, you know? I just want to be there for her. But at the same point, I don't know where she is. I don't know what her, her new teacher's name because they changed on us. I don't know where her classroom is. We haven't been in there yet. So, and I've been in this campus once before when she was in kindergarten, but I only know that one classroom, and they're all outdoors because it's Phoenix. So it's not like an indoor school. You kind of there's like different buildings that you're gonna walk to, because that's how it is here in the desert. You you don't have to be inside all the time because it's not snow. So I'm just wandering around outside, and I've never felt more creepy in my life. There's really no ending to this. I did find her eventually, but it felt real fucking creepy for a good twenty minutes, and it kept it felt like hours. Uh, but that's over, so that's good. I know what I'm doing now. I'm figuring it out. Um, I did one of my least favorite things to do ever yesterday. You know how you see commercials and they're they're washing their dog in the yard with a hose and they're playing frisbee with a dog, and it's all like, yeah, we're outside with a dog and he's all catching the frisbee and shit, and then they hose it off and it's like, oh, the whole family's together, and then it's like a dog food commercial, pretty much. I feel like I will never get to experience that. I don't. We don't have a yard here. We have a, a condo, or it's, it's a townhouse, I guess. It's it's a nice house. It really is. The studio's in it. Um, but it's it leaves much to desire as far as yard. We don't have a yard. There's a like grassy field over here, like outside of it, with a pool and stuff. But our dogs are assholes. If you've if you've been a fan of the show, you've seen the pictures of our dogs, Pollux and Margo, they will just run away. Or Margo will stay with you, because we had her since she was a puppy, but Pollux will just hightail it the fuck out of there. He will, you will never see him again. So the idea of just... And I don't have a hose, because we have a townhouse. Why would I have a hose? Um, so I can't do that. I can't have that dream, apparently, in this house. But it's... I, I'm stuck. I'm... I'm relegated to doing it in the bathtub, giving them baths, because they do smell like shit a lot. They just are filthy creatures. Pollux will lick Margot just nonstop, lick her neck and like her body, until she smells like shit. And Pollux is a dog who does eat his own shit, so she literally smells like shit. So I have to give them baths frequently. And then they have to make it the worst experience of my fucking life, because... Pollux weighs, I want to say, six humans worth of 
of weight. I don't, there's no number there, I realize, other than the six humans. But, like, there's no... I don't know how much he weighs. He weighs a goddamn lot. And it's so fucking miserable getting him into the bathtub. And he's such a stubborn asshole that he will not get in there on his own, obviously. He will get in there if I carry him and drop him in there. Not drop. I'm not an asshole. I don't, like, spike him like a football. But I just set him in there, and then he'll try to get out every single second. So I have to, like, shut... I have to do, like, a horse thing, you know? Have they put the... The, the thing over the horse's eyes, and then it's like kind of docile. I have to do that with him. I shut half the curtain, and I just kind of have my body hanging in there. And that's all he can see, and he kind of calms down, but he shakes. He, the dog's so dumb, if I spray his face, he immediately shakes, but I'm still spraying his face. So he's just constantly, he's, he just constantly thinks he's going to be shaking it off. Um, but it just doesn't do anything because this is constantly on him, so he's a fucking idiot. Dogs are dumb. Dogs are dumb creatures. They really are sometimes. I realize people, they're like awesome friends. I love having dogs. But holy shit, they can be stupid. Like that one, that one's pretty obvious. He's, he's had enough baths where he knows the protocol. He knows how long the wait to shake off and have it mean something where the water's not constantly flowing on him. I just, I just fucking hate it. They're, and then they get out and they shake and then the floor's all wet. We don't have any carpet in here in our house. It's all tile. So the goddamn dog is just making it a mess. So washing him means I have to wash the house now. Holy shit. I hate it. I hate I wish I could do it in the yard. That'd be great. I wish I could do that. Maybe I'd need to fence it in. I need to go buy fencing and then take it down every single time and no washing him. I don't know. It seems like to me if you wash him outside, they just roll in the goddamn dirt again and then you're you're back to square one. I don't know. Fuck it. I hate it. I really do. That's a, that's all I have to say about dog wash. Um Let's see. Should I take care of all this random shit? Or should I go ahead and do... Oh, uh, let's do this. Me and Bree went to Jerome, Arizona. And if you haven't been there, it's north of Phoenix. We live in Phoenix. And it's probably... I can't remember how long it was. Maybe two hours north? Something like that? Maybe less? Something like Camp Verde, which is on north on 17 for a couple hours outside of Phoenix. And we went there for the day. And then it was... I've never been there. Bree has. And if we got up there, and I kind of realized it's like if you play Fallout 3 and there's those little tucked away like trailers where the, the slavers are. I'm trying to think of like what the name of it is in that game. I can't think of it. Like um, Anyway, there's like those like houses up in this mountain and it feels like a like a militaristic community. It doesn't... How do I say? It doesn't look like that, but that's just what it feels like. You feel like you're ready for the SWAT team to show up and defend your land. It feels like that. Because this is perched up in the, in, in the air, in the mountain, pretty much. In this circle of mountains, you're just sitting there. And it looks like you have a pretty good view of the sniper rifle if you, someone's coming, you know. Uh, there's a couple, like, you know, those people on the quarter and you can see through the telescope thing. But it's not a telescope. It's that little weird, little, I mean, huge metal thing. That, and it makes you look like you have cross eyes. I don't know. It's fucking confusing. But they have one of those, and it looks like, holy shit, you could really, really defend your land up here. Like, you always see, like, those cabins where the southern guy's got to defend his fucking gun attache from the, the feds. And it's one of those things. But you realize when you get up there, if you're not into trinkets and, like, Arizona, like, here's a keychain. This is Arizona. This is Jerome. If you're not into that, like, folksy bullshit, there is not much to do up there. It's fucking cool looking. 
It's, it reminds me of, I'm from Michigan, but it reminds me of Mackinac Island, which is this island between the lower and upper, upper peninsula. Upper? I don't know what that means. Upper peninsula. It's right off the Mackinac Bridge, and it's this little island, and it's all, like, all these fudge shops, and there's no, you can't have any cars there. You can only get there by ferry. So there's no cars. It's all horses. So it means, so basically from the outside, when you first arrive, you're kind of like, oh, wow, this is very like folksy. And there's all these little shops and all these like t-shirts and, you know, Mackinac Islands for lovers, that shit. And you're like, oh, that's adorable. And then like 25 minutes in, you're like, and then the next shop's like that. And then they also have fudge. And then, oh, there's another fudge. That's great. What do we got, like six hours till the ferry comes back? Okay. Um, let's eat, I guess. And then when you're done eating, you're like, oh, so let's just, I'm going to get sick because I have to step over horse shit nonstop. There's guys there whose job it is. All they do for a living is clean up horse shit. Literally eight hours a day, 10 hours, 12 hours, whatever their shifts are. I don't know. I don't make the, I don't make the schedule. I'm sorry. But, I, but that's their fucking job. And if that's your job, holy shit, why live on Mackinac Island? I would not want that job. I will send Pollux there to eat the horse shit because he would love it. He would do that job. Just rabid dogs everywhere. That'd be fun. That'd be a fun island. Dead island. Dead Mackinac Island. But that's kind of what Jerome reminded me of. It's this little touristy village. And if you're done eating, we ate first thing because we didn't eat before we got there. We ate first thing. Had awesome barbecue. Delicious food. Don't get me wrong. And then we walked out, and then we went to the trinket shop, and we kind of like, oh, this is fun. And then we're everything's hills. Everything is hills because this town is built on a mountain side, on a mountainside. It's not on top of the mountain where everything's flat. It's like literally scales the mountain. So if you want to walk to the next road, you got to walk upstairs or around the road, which is a fucking mountain road. And then you're like, oh, there's a shop over there. But that would take 25 minutes to get to because it's a mountain. So... Let's not go there, obviously, right? Because we're tired. We were only there like, I don't know, four hours or something. It was ridiculous. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Mostly what we did was we went to Maynard's uh, wine shop. It was Caduceus or something like that, I think it's called. But we're not wine people. But we did the wine tasting. They're awesome. They're super fucking friendly there. And then we spent a while there, like an hour and a half. Out of the four hours, which is a lot. And then we did all the wine tasting, and I felt really fucking dumb, and so did Brie, I think, because we are like, what do we do? She's like going through each wine. It's like, this one is this, these kind of grapes, and this one's all this kind of grape. This one's 50-50. This one's 12%. Like, okay, amazing service. Great. She really knows her wine. She kept talking about Maynard. I was wondering about that, if they're going to do that. He's the lead singer of Tool and A Perfect Circle and Pussifer. And let me get to that real quick. Tool's amazing. Perfect Circle's amazing. They're both two of my favorite bands. Pussifer is his other band, not really a huge fan of. And that's all there is up there. There's a Pussifer store right next to this wine shop. It's like two stores over. And holy shit, I don't care about Pussifer, really. Uh, Luckily, they had Perfect Circle shirts, so I bought one of those. Because I do love that band. But the whole thing's devoted to Pussifer. And they make cool merchandise, but I wish they made better music. They have some awesome songs, but a lot of it's just kind of him growling over dubstep, basically, what equates to dubstep, which I, I don't want to talk shit about him, but I just would prefer if he would focus on those other two bands, which I love. 
Anyway, that's a minor that's a minor complaint for me as a fan of his. But it, I was wondering if they're going to get to the elephant in the room that it is Maynard's shop, uh, Maynard Keenan, his shop. And then, and then you walk in and you're like, oh, there's all these ele- plasma TVs or whatever on the wall. And they're showing video, like pictures. It's like a slideshow, picture show, whatever, of him at the vineyard and like stomping on the grapes and like doing little faces. And it's funny. And it's a lot of fun to look at those. Because you're like, you know, I'm so used to seeing them in certain areas. I can't. I think I talked about that in the show when me and Bree went and saw Tool Alive, and we didn't fucking see him because he just sat in the shadows and sang, which is ironic because you know, there's this Tool song about from the shadow. Anyway, he he was there. He wasn't there there, but the pictures were there, and they all mentioned it. And I was like, all right, at least they're not like just not saying it. I kind of liked that they embraced it. And, uh, you know our owner, and then we're like, yeah. And then, but anyway, she's giving the little, you know, here's this educational thing on the wine. And we're like, I don't know what any of this means. So we're just, I'm like, do we just drink it? Because you see, like, in movies, you see... This is what I always picture. I forget what this is from. They do it in Family Guy, and they do it in other movies, too. Or shows and movies. But the guy's drinking the wine, and then they're like, are you drinking it? You're supposed to, you know, taste it and spit it out. And the guy's like, ah, oh, fuck yeah. Like, that sort of thing. And I'm like, do we do that? Because all they gave us was the glasses of wine, and the bottles behind them, so we know what they are. And then the... A glass of water, which I obviously used to rinse between each one. I get that. I'm not stupid. You gotta cleanse your palate after all. Your your taste palate. But I'm like, do we just fucking drink it? And we we're kinda of whispering and I'm like, Yeah, there's no there's no spit glass, so I assume I'm not just spitting it into the water they gave us. I assume that's for rinsing. So yeah, it was just I guess we just drank. And then proceeded to get a real nice buzz going because we did the eight glasses of wine thing. We did the expensive one because we wanted to know exactly what bottles of wine to get. And then we bought two bottles and then some shirts. And holy shit, that was expensive because each bottle's... Okay, rich people, fuck you. I don't have that much... I We're comedians. I don't I don't have much money. I, I But each bottle's like 30-some bucks, 40 bucks. And I'm like... Which to me is a lot because I'm used to drinking beer. Which is, you know... You get a six-pack for eight bucks or ten bucks, whatever. I guess it's not that expensive, but still, I'm not a wine person, so I don't know how much... I'm like, yeah, that's a fair price, I guess. I don't know. We fucking got a couple bottles and then got some shirts at Pussifer's store, and then got the hell out of there. Like, immediately left. Oh, first of all, we walked up the mountain. We wanted to go to this hotel. I forget what it's called. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember my own life. We walked around there, and we realized you can't walk there because there is a road with no shoulder... That's slightly bigger than one car. Like, you could fit two cars, but they really got to slow down and make room for each other. And we were trying to walk on that same road. And sometimes there's sidewalk. And then when you get to this curve right in front of the building, like, if you, if you want to get to the entrance, you got to roll around this curve on the road. There's no shoulder at all. And there's just cars every once in a while. It'd almost be easier because we were like, if it was so many cars that was frequent, you'd be like, I'm not even going to bother. But we're like... Do do we try to not die and go there, or do we just go home? By the time we got back to the car, because we gave that up, we got back to the car, we're like, no, we're not going to drive up there. We're just going to go home. Immediately went home, because fuck that. Because if you make it that inconvenient to go to your place, holy shit, no, you don't want anybody there, really. It's a town built for walking, and that's just what they're going to do. In one of these days... I'm going to leave that fucking town because fucking walking up there. I can't walk. 
I can't walk where there's cars. Like, they want you to walk in traffic. Fuck that. Fuck that town. <sighs> I don't mean fuck that town. It was fun. I, don't, I feel like I'm really complaining about it, but it was a lot of fun. I'm glad we did. It was a little day trip. We were only there four hours, like I said, and then came right back. And then we were back home later that day. And it felt like we went somewhere really far away. Because it was 117 for like a week and a half straight here in Phoenix. So we are like, let's get the fuck out of the heat. And that's where we went. And that was our little vacation. And that's the Jerome story. <laughs> oh, hey, guys. I, um, I finally got Apple TV. And I realize if you're one of those anti-Apple people, eat a dick, because I am. I am a pro-Apple person. And I don't care what anybody says, because it's fun. I have, a, I have to use my Apple for the recording of the show. So, um, yeah, I, I, I use it for that, and I have my phone, because it's for, easier for the podcast, the one you're listening to right now, asshole. But it's easier for that, and everything syncs and stuff. But I had this WD media player, and I used all my hard drives and plugged them in there. And it kind of played off that on the TV whenever we want to watch a movie that I legally downloaded. Um, anyway, I have a bunch of hard drives and stuff. And then this fucking media player would constantly like freak out. It would If you used Netflix and went back... To see, like, oh, what was that movie? And then you go back and play it again. Like, sometimes I forget what I'm watching. I don't know. And if you want to, like, pause it, and by the time you unpause it, the sound would go out. Or, like, the subtitles would just stop. If you want to watch fucking Narcos and the subtitle goes out, you're fucked. So, I went and got Apple TV. Apparently, it's cheaper than the thing I got before. It It used to not be, but now it is. Anyway, fucking awesome. I feel like a real, real dumb shit hooking shit like that up, though. Because I hooked it up, and, it, and you got to sync it up to your computer. And, you, and I figured all that out somehow. Google Google's like the great equalizer. Because I don't know shit about this shit. Shit. You know, I don't know anything. I don't know, I don't know how to do it. I hooked it up. I know how to hook it up. And after that, I don't know what AirPlay is. I don't know what... There's all these different buttons I have that are just fucking confusing. And you got to go through and you got to change all your settings on your computer, your phone, the Apple TV itself. You got to log into this. You got to change this. You got to sync up your iTunes. You got to blah, 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 blah. goes on and on and on. And once you're done, though, holy shit, it's fucking cool. Because I can, especially with a show, I can just play something on here on the TV and we can all see it when we record. It's going to be fucking cool. And I can... You know, do Netflixes and stuff. I can play a, a movie on my f- computer from the hard drives and then throw it on the TV, and it's fine. And I can I can also do this. Change my thing so the computer monitor, which is, I don't know, huge, and then change the TV so it also is a computer monitor. And I can do both if I want to do something like that. Like, maybe I want to watch porn over here and work on this one. I can do that. I'm not restricted. I can do whatever I want, you know? I'm a grown-up. Why can't I do that? God damn. So really I'm just bragging the fact that I Googled how to look up Apple TV stuff. And there's not really a story there. But holy shit. I feel like things are gay. I'm only 31. And I feel like I'm 87 when I have to hook up shit like this. It shouldn't be this complicated. But like I said, Google is a great equalizer. It goes from me being like... What the fuck do I do? But in the outside, I got to go, oh, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Obviously, you do this. Google. 
Google.com. I type www.google. No, I don't do that. But you got to go on the Google, and it helps with everything. Google makes life easier. It really does. Remember when Yahoo was in charge? Nobody said Yahoo. I'm going to go Yahoo with that. Nobody gave a fuck. Even that Yahoo was fucking irritating. Google doesn't have that. Google's fun. Google's like a cool, like a really smart, cool dude. Yahoo's just an asshole. Nobody liked. He's like a fuck around dude. He's a real Yahoo. Google's like, he's fun because every day you go on there and it's like Google's in a different font. And it's like, hey, happy birthday. And if it's your birthday, it'll have a little cake. And you're like, holy shit, Google really knows me. Google gets me. Google understands. Google's taking over the world, by the way. They're going to team up with Apple soon. And then that's it. Siri will control you. You will be Siri's bitch. And Siri will be... I think Steve Jobs is going to come to life back through Siri. Because in my phone, I changed Siri to a male's voice. And I'm pretty sure it's just it's just Steve Jobs. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I don't know. Maybe it's from Beyond the Grave, like some sort of uh, Twilight Zone episode with a phone that talks to dead people. But maybe it's uh, maybe he's really alive. I don't know. Faked it, you know. If that's true, holy shit, he's awesome. He did the Tupac, Andy Kaufman thing. Like, people think they're still alive. And, oh, by the way, speaking of which, we're going to change subject brutally hard right now. Um, watch Straight Outta Compton. Um, awesome movie. I love that era of music. Huge fan of the W... Or, WBA. <laughs> NWA. <laughs> um, that was weird. Um... Huge fan of NWA and Ice Cube and Dr. Dre. Mostly Ice Cube and Dr. Dre. Um, Huge fan. Um, But with that being said, the movie was great. And I I, I liked everything about it. Um, There's no Coolio. I feel like they should have hit Coolio up a little bit. That would have been fun. But they did do a Tupac thing. I think he's just one scene. And then they show him in the booth. And I'm like... Well, first of all, it's like, you know, O'Shea Jackson's son is playing Ice Cube, and then this guy's playing Dr. Dre, and then this guy's playing Easy e because Easy es dead, obviously. And then they got the Tupac, and I'm like, hey, Tupac's playing Tupac, because that's Tupac. That's 100% Tupac. That man looks and sounds exactly like Tupac, because that's Tupac. Uh, first of all, let me get to this. There's no aliens on Earth. Um, 9-11 was not an inside job. Um, they, I don't... They, I don't believe in conspiracy theories, but that, the, that was fucking Tupac. That was Tupac. That was Tupac Shakur. That was him. He's alive. He's an alive person. Okay? Elvis is dead. Tupac was alive. Obviously. I, I, I wish I could explain my sentiments of how much I believe that was Tupac. Even if there's an actor in the cast, in the cast list on like IMDb or in the credits that says he, Gregory Jackson played, whatever, played Tupac. I'm like, no, no. I know. I know Tupac when I see him. The man released like 15 albums after death. He sure shit not dead. It's just the one person I believe to still be alive. And I'm like 85% not kidding when I say that. I'm pretty pretty much not kidding, but uh, honestly, he's alive, right? We all know that. Anyway, I like the movie, and I think I'll end with this part. Um, speaking of Dr. Dre, though, I listened to his new album. 
and he's got like the chains, like slavery and stuff. And I'm like, dude, you got five hundred and fifty million dollars. Maybe let the slavery thing go at this point because you are the man. I'm sorry. You weren't a slave. You never were. I'm sorry that you grew up in Compton. That's not my fault. That's not white people's fault. But go ahead and uh, let the slavery thing go because you are almost a billionaire. You sold your company for billions. And just let it go. Just let it go, man. I get it. But when you're that, that rich, you don't get to talk about the man and how fucked over you are. Because you are the man. You are the establishment. You own everything there. You make it all. You are that. It's great. You made it. I'm very, very proud of you. But let it go. Just go. Just let it. Maybe just drop it. Anyway. Saw Straight out of Compton. Loved it. Um, I'm going to go through the movies I watched since last... Real quick. Sinister 2 just saw. Hated it. Fucking terrible. The, the guy that plays the cop is literally the worst actor. He looks like Jim Carrey meets that cop from uh, Frighteners. And he's just terrible. And the dialogue is so fucking laughably bad. And there's these awkward moments between him and the mom. If you've seen Sinister 2, you know what I'm talking about. Don't watch it if you haven't. But they have these awkward moments where like, he's like, he's not their dad. He's just this cop that showed up at their house. And he's like, yeah, but I'm not your father's kids. And then the mom, who he just met, goes, I wish you were. And I was like, what the fuck? She's known this man for like four hours. Calm down. Jesus movie. I love the first one because I didn't expect to like it. And I thought Ethan Hawke was done making anything good. And I was like, oh, that was fun. And this one's just terrible. Anyway, I watched Taking Lives with, uh, what's her fucking name? Big Lips. And that was boring. Really boring. I watched The Seasoning House. All these are on Netflix for the most part. Unless they're in theaters. The Seasoning House is this weird movie where it's good, but it's also atrociously horrible because it's probably too realistic for my liking. You know what I mean? Like, it's about this, you know, uh, sex labor, sex slave thing where those girls are in this house and they're doping them up. And then, anyway, blah, blah, blah. And then the girl has to escape and then kill all these guys. And then you're like, this is one horrible thing after another. But it was a good movie, but you're like, oh, God, it's miserable because they're just, she never gets a break. Saw The Man from Uncle. Amazing. Loved it. Go fucking watch that movie. Um, I have nothing bad to say. It was a lot of fun. It was really fun. Fantastic Four I saw in the theater. I kept hearing how bad it was, and I didn't realize how bad it could be. I, I hate the first ones. The first one, I, only, I only saw the first one. I didn't see that Silver Surfer one. But I hated the first one. And I, I like this one a little bit more because of the tone, but it's really fucking stupid and boring. It's a fun... The first 20 minutes are fine, and then it just... What the fuck? I don't know what happened. They wrap... I, I'm going to spoil it for you because fuck that movie. If you want to see it, fuck you. They fight um, Dr. Doom in like six minutes, and that's how the movie ends. It's two hours of nothing, them standing around fixing this machine, and then they fight the bad guy for six minutes at the most. I'm, I might be being generous. And then the movie ends, and that was it. What the fuck? I watched The Happy House on Netflix. Good movie. Fun. It's this weird comedy horror movie, but it's fun. Get through it. Just get through the first 20 minutes and you're, you'll love it. I watched Evidence on Netflix. Terrible. I watched American Ultra in the theater. That was fun. Not not amazing or anything, but a lot of fun. Um, I watched Hitman, Agent 47 in the theater. Same way. It was fun. Better than the first one. I don't know. 
It was it was well done. Some brutal kills in there. I'm a huge fan of the game. They didn't really... He's like an action star now, Hitman, which is how I played the games. I never did the stealth shit. So, personally, it was just like the game for me. But people are really pissed because it's like, he's supposed to be a stealthy man. Like, if you played the game stealthy, yes. I did not. I don't have the patience for that shit. Um, I watched, I don't know, there's a bunch of movies I watched. What else? I finally watched Hurt Locker. Loved it. Um, I watched How American Summer, the movie, and then the TV show because I want to see it all in a row. Loved it. I recommend watching all those. They're all Netflix. Watch Mission Impossible, Rogue Nation. That was fun. Liked it. Might be my second favorite one after the first one. Um, I watched a ton of movies. I don't know. I watched a lot of movies. I watched... Uh, Uh, oh, the the sacrament. I guess is the last one I'll talk about. Um, oh, before that, watch. Also, watch the canal. It's on Netflix. It's a cool horror movie. It's a lot of fun. It's fucking weird. Anyway, um, the sacrament. It's by Ty West, who I've expressed my hatred for on Lord and Wonderland. I called him the worst person in history, I believe, because he's got such a stupid fucking thing about horror movies and the way he does. I don't know. He's like, he makes some really good movies, like uh, The Devil, whatever. I forget, The Devil's House, House of the Devil, House of the Devil, there we go. That's a really good movie. And then he made like some fucking stupid ones, like those VHS and ABC's of Death are fucking terrible. Goddamn atrocious. His one about the, what was it? Um, not an abortion, but a miscarriage or whatever. Fucking hate him. Oh my God. But this movie, I watched it like with zero expectations because I do hate Ty West. And I watched it and I'm like, me and Bree watched it, and we both fucking loved it. It's like this weird Jim Jones thing, and it's... If you watch it, just stick through it, and it's so cool. It's like they tie in a real-life event into this fictional movie. I don't know. It's a lot of fun. It's, it's fucking cool the way to do it. So I guess that's my last movie recommendation. They're all on Netflix, all the ones I said that weren't in theaters. Um, I think that's what we're going to do from, for uh, Lord and Wonderland from now on. We're going to do Netflix movies. That way, everyone can watch them. It's a lot easier. We did Outcast. It was on Netflix. People can watch it. The last episode was episode 62, I believe. Yeah. So, I don't... I'm sorry for the delay, guys. It's been a month. I know. I'm sorry. I'm going to keep. I'm gonna end this one right now. And I'm going to try to do it every week from now on. We're gonna, really going to try. I, I don't like missing weeks. I hate this. This one's posting four weeks late and then one day. Because this is going to drop on a Tuesday instead of a Monday. So I do apologize, but uh, I'm back. If I could do the Eminem thing every single time I missed a week, that'd be great. Because him, the McRib, and then Arnold Schwarzenegger like to announce their resurgence. Like Whenever they come back, they're always, they throw a goddamn parade. So the McRib, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and Eminem. I'm back. I'll be back. Like he's back. And then the McRib is back. It's all three of those. So include me in that group, I guess. It's... Eminem, no, let's go like this. Let's go in order of how they happen, and then we're going to end. Arnold Schwarzenegger, the McRib, Eminem, and Phoenix West are back. Thanks, guys. See you later. If you want to email the show, sorry, last thing, loitingwonderland at gmail.com. Um, on Twitter, LAW Podcast. I'm on Twitter, at Phoenix West. Um... Uh, Instagram, 
Phoenix West or PHXWST, I think it is. And then LAW Podcast, also on Instagram. Facebook, Phoenix West, Lonely Wonderland. It's all, it's all the same. You'll figure it out. At LonelyWonderland.com. Go there. LonelyWonderland.com. <laughs>